everyone, you're listening to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter at Kickers underscore matter. Um, you'll find my handle on there, Steve's handle and Jamie's. Um, if you can like, subscribe, etc., it means a lot to us. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. left. Oh, they tackle him at the 40-yard line. Right, hi everyone, welcome along to the Kicks Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, joined today by my co-hosts Jamie Byram and Steve Rains. Hey, mate. Hey, and we've got our special guest back this week. It's Sam uh, at FFF Stumpy on Twitter. What's going on, boys? Not too bad, good, mate. All good. Um, I had a really bad week in fantasy this week by the looks of things. So um, I think I've probably won in about two leagues out of 22. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might be able to help you out tonight, though, mate. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it was a it was a strange old week, actually, fantasy was. Um, yeah. yeah. Some, Carson Wentz. Well, thank you. You let me down in a big way. <laughs> I read. Um, yeah. I read a. I read a tweet that he got minus five points in uh, the Scott Fishbowl. <clears throat> oh wow. wow. <laughs> did, did, did he get benched towards the end of that game? No. Nope. They, they kept him in. Wow. Yeah. Um, just well. Well, anyway, it was quite fun to watch. Just to, um, <laughs> did, did as you? a Giants fan. Yeah, as a Giants fan. Anyway, we'll come on to that in a bit. We're going to run the table. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, right. So we're getting to a little bit of news. A bit of a sad one. The uh, Alex Smith injury. Um, that was that was gruesome. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, um, but today they've signed Mark, literally just signed Mark Sanchez. So. <laughs> oh, well, that's going to sort them out, isn't it? And, and he's so much better than Colin Kaepernick. So much better. Well, you know, we can get into this. Look at Nathan <laughs> Peterman starting and, you know, yeah. some of the stars. Um, but, yeah, I think you need to get out of the Redskins situation if you're involved. I did say that AP was a sell candidate for me for a few weeks back now. Well, and why I don't understand how you can just go ahead with Col- I I understand Colt McCoy looked okay at the end of that game, but I don't know how you can just go forward with Colt McCoy as your starter. Is is he much different? I like Alex Smith. Don't get me wrong, Jack Jack and Steve know this, but is he going to be? Is Colt McCoy that much different from Alex Smith? They yeah, they, he they, is. They, Look, they gave Colt McCoy a contract in the uh, a new contract at the start of end of last year or start of this year. Because what's his name? Um, Gruden obviously thinks high, fairly highly of him as a backup. Yes, he's a backup, but is it going to be that much of a drop off? Is my point. I, I think it's really. I think it's like it's easy to be down on Alex Smith, but he's been a re, he's been a good quarterback for for a long yeah. time now in the league, and totally. He, he might not throw for three hundred yards, well ever, but <laughs> he's. <laughs> He's a good functioning quarterback that makes that, that helps teams be relevant. Um, yeah. Colt McCoy is fine, but he's not he's not Alex Smith, and I don't know if it, will it help certain players. Maybe 
that it yeah. might help different players come to the fore. But until you've seen it for a couple of weeks, who's to know? Exactly. Should we, should we start with that game then? The Alex Smith. We might, might as well start with it. So Texans twenty-three, the Redskins twenty-one. Um, I think both of these teams' records flatter them personally. Oh, the the Texans definitely for me. I don't know. I for me, I guess I I like the Texans. I just this was a very disappointing game all around for the offense. I think they're a very good team. I just. Washington has a good defense. Mm. I but Dejon Watson was super, super disappointed in this one. Lamar Miller didn't have a bad day, to be fair. No, I thought he looked pretty good. Yeah. I thought he looked pretty good in the game. Yeah, so you know, I, I've got him in a few leagues. He's been doing quite well for me the last few weeks. But yeah, it was a strange old game. I, I just I think Redskin side, I would I really do think you need to sell Adrian Peterson. So he, he had 51 rushing yards. I know you got the two touchdowns, which probably saved your day a bit. But yeah, I mean, 51 oh. rushing yards, not exactly great, is it? No, but what what are you going to get for AP, which is going to be what you're going to get for him? What's his? What, that's the well, thing right you now. Can, I mean, you could probably in it. I mean, it depends on what we're talking about. But for a, a contender, you can probably sell pretty. I mean, you you could probably get a decent amount. Um, Especially in Dynasty, you could probably get like a second rounder for him, yeah. which isn't yeah. bad for for Adrian Peterson at his age. By the I way, just, I just traded him in a Dynasty league. I'm in. Um, um, I got him for I got third rounder and Dante Pettis for him. Um, oh, I like that a lot. So I'm just taking the punt that Pettis comes to the fore probably next year, but I didn't need him anymore. So it's a value. I traded him for Keenan Allen in one. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, about about two weeks ago, I traded him for Keenan Allen, which was very nice. Um, no, I, I sort of along the same lines as you there, Sam, with him I, in the dynasty league. I think you target a contender and then you go for the second round pick, maybe something like that. It's something I've got him in a dynasty league, and Steve beat me in it this week, which probably pretty much eliminates me from playoff contention. So I will be selling him. Well, I've 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 got him in one of one of our the, the in the Flash dynasty, and yeah, I've 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 just had to roll with him because my running backs have been either injured or or bad. Let's put it that way. Um, I don't know. I think with with AP, you just got to hope he gets a touchdown. Really, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the other one I'm selling here is Jordan Reed. His playoff schedule is probably the worst one of the worst among tight ends and he's had what his first really good game since week one yeah yeah so i'm selling him as soon as i can <laughs> yeah. yeah 71 receiving yards one touchdown in this game so yeah it was quite it was nice to see but um yeah i agree with you we went through the uh strength of schedule on last thursday's podcast actually um i'm with you on that one sam i'm i'm selling any washington redskin now that i own um Right, let's move on to Thursday night football. So that was the Packers at the Seahawks. So the Packers twenty-four, Seahawks twenty-seven. Ah, oh, just we called it. We, said, we did. We said the Packers would not go into Seattle and win. No, I mean Aaron Jones had a nice day. Yeah, by the way, he's the Devontae Adams had one too. Yeah, one hundred sixty-six yeah. yards. 
Shame we didn't get a touchdown. You know, yeah. we, can't, we, can't get, we can't get greedy. <laughs> and, I, uh, and I would have, I would have given money to anyone that had Robert Tonyan in there in their lineup. As well. Yeah, <laughs> madness. Um, I think one of the takeaways from this game is it's now common knowledge that Mike McCarthy is not a good coach. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised it took till this game, but yeah, I get the point in that sense. He's a uh, he's massively hindering Rogers' career, but there we go. Wasn't didn't a reporter or something ask him about that play on about the third down and his reply was something like, Yeah, third down is hard. Yes. Some, yeah. that, <laughs> my God, that's such a such a bad answer. Well, when you have when you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers that has become more mobile as the season has progressed after his MCL injury. Yeah. Put it in his hands. That was such a terrible play call. Like uh, I, <laughs> well, and, and it, it's just obnoxious. Cause it's like Aaron Rodgers. He's, I think he's been with the Packers for 14 years and I think he's started for 11, not including his, uh, not including, well, I guess including last year. And they've won one Super Bowl with yeah. arguably the best quarterback in the league. So I think, I mean, and there's news out there. There's rumors out there that he's on his way out. Who? Well, Mike, yeah. Mike McCarthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, 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 he will be gone by the end of the, well, come the end of the season. I think that's pretty, pretty, pretty safe bet. They're not, they're not getting out of their division now either. No. Especially with no. the Bears. My my Chicago Bears winning last night. So. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, right. Uh, do, you, do you want any, you got any more takes on that game? I mean, Chris Carson, nice game. Um, Doug, Doug Baldwin. He got a touchdown. He was only fifty six yeah. receiving yards. So. Yeah, but better than better than the week before. Yeah, yeah but he, yeah. Had ten, he had ten targets. 10 targets. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other one, MBS was uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling was very disappointing for a lot of people. Uh, yeah. Only had th- only had three targets, and I don't think had he only had one target until I believe the fourth quarter. So, yeah, outside of Devontae Adams, it's just a minefield, isn't it? That Packers receiver, right? Yeah. Right. What, Jimmy Graham, you're killing me in fantasy football. I know he broke he broke his thumb or something, didn't he, in this game as well? So, yep. Was uh, just a quick one, guys. Was MVS was he lined up in the slot a lot? Uh yeah, he has been this entire season, basically. But really, I mean, really, the only people that were targeted were Adams and Jones, which just, I, I that was crazy to me. I, I don't know what's going on there. Besides, Mark McCarthy's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's move on to this game. So it's the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So it's Pittsburgh 20, Jacksonville 16. Ben Bend in this game. He, um, <laughs> he had a terrible first half, and then he... Um, come back in the second half three so it's 314 yards from ben uh passing yards two touchdowns and three interceptions and a and a rushing touchdown and a rushing touchdown um i'd say what i did notice james connor uh dropped a pass in this game towards he the dropped end. dropped two yeah and <coughs> he looked he looked terrible in this game yeah I don't, I don't know if they sort of punished him for it because it didn't you didn't see a lot of him after them two drops <laughs> Right. Yeah, he dropped a wheel route right at the end. Yeah, it was. I mean, I no business being dropped. But yeah, I think I think this is just one of those. And and I think people are going to point to oh, Le'Veon Bell wouldn't have done that. And it's just like 
yeah, all right. Le'Veon Bell is a special talent. We get it. These games are going to happen for a young running back. It's just mm. this doesn't mean all that much in the grand scheme of things going forward for James Conner. You're still going to start him every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and 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 we we have to take into account Jacksonville, regardless of their record, their strength is defense, and yeah. they have a good defense. So, <laughs> I I this is just I think more of an anomaly than anything is that James Conner had it. I mean, he had a bad game because there were even some runs that he missed holes. So I just I I, I take it with a grain of salt. You're going to be starting them every week. Yeah, we, we said um, on the DFS podcast on Thursday that Juju and Vance McDonald will be lights in this game. Um, I mean, Juju had 104 receiving yards, zero touchdowns. Vance McDonald, only the 27 receiving yards, but he had one touchdown in this game. So, you know, you, I think you take that in this current tight end landscape. That probably, that probably put him in the top seven or eight for yeah. the week tight ends. Yeah, I think you take that. So, we yeah, we sort of called that one on the pod last week. Yeah. Um, so, yep, big shout-out to us there. Uh, the Jags, the Bortles. <laughs> um, he had 104 yards, passing yards, zero touchdowns. But no interceptions this week. He didn't, didn't really pass enough, did he? No, no. Uh, yeah, I think the, the only person you're trusting here is Leonard Fournette from yeah. here on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Steve, you got anything to add to this game? or I was just going to just make a comment on Fournette on that and just the fact that um, on the side is Big Ben just showed us everything that he's like. Big Ben on the road and then Big Ben coming back. It's just it's just his day, wasn't it? It was just remarkable. It's, it's Ben on the road on the East Coast in a 1pm time slot. He does he's, not do well in that time slot. Yeah, but then he came I know back to the way he's I think he does. I think he does it on purpose. <laughs> did, did, did anybody think at the end of the game, well, when when they had the Steelers had their last possession that they weren't going to go and score. No, I just no, knew they no. were. You knew they were going to score. Oh, well, well, I thought he threw a pick at one point, but yeah, that was a blatant. <laughs> yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. Blatant. <laughs> right, let's move on to this game then. Finally, back-to-back wins. Really? Finally. Um, so the Tampa Bay Bucks at the New York Giants. Tampa Bay thirty-five. The the, the New York Giants thirty-eight. This is the most points the Giants have scored in a home game since 2012. Jesus Christ. Um, it had everything in this game. I even cheered the uh, Mike Evans touchdown at the end. <laughs> just for <laughs> the FS thing. But, um, oh, it was, it, was a, it was a bad game. Uh, Saquon Barkley, if you've got him, you are, well, you, you had a good day in fantasy. Yeah, definitely. Eli Manning, 17 for 18 in this game. (laughs) All right. (laughs) This this Tampa D's got to be, if not the worst, one of the worst in NFL history. It's just garbage. Peyton Barber had a nice day. I was quite surprised. He he ran really well. Yeah. So it's 106 uh, rushing yards for one touchdown for Peyton Barber in this game. Um, And Fitzmagic did Everybody thinks Fitzmagic will do. Well, that's the thing with Fitz. I, I, a lot of people were on him for DFS, and I warned against it because he's, he, you know, that can happen. He, he'll get benched for doing what he done. Yeah. That can happen at any point. Um, 
And I did say use Eli, but well, for a bit, and then I saw the snow, and then I was like, I backtracked <laughs> on that a bit. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a nice day for the Giants. Not he, he, your Tampa Bay Bucks didn't let you down. So Mike Evans, 120 receiving yards, one touchdown. OJ Howard, 78 receiving yards. Adam Humphreys, 60 yards receiving yeah. yards, one touchdown. So your players that you're using out of this game didn't really let you down unless you was using one of the Tampa QBs. Yeah, which the, do you see the stat that was out early today? If you'd correctly started the Tampa T quarterbacks from the start of the season to now, you would have more points at the quarterback position than if you just started Drew Brees for the entire period in fantasy. <laughs> that's a great start. That's amazing. Uh, Sterling Shepard was a bit of a letdown, actually. Just to say, yeah, um, on... two targets. Yeah, two targets, twenty-two yards. Well, but... All right, they only threw it eighteen times, though. Like yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> the it's... most, the most targets. Odell Beckham caught all of his targets. He only had four targets. Four. Yeah. Madness. Um, you boys got anything else to say on this game? Or should we move on? Because you know, I'm just going to gloat the Giants are back-to-back <laughs> games, and we're one game back on the Eagles. Yeah, See, even I, when you've I, got a tank, you can't do it properly. Yeah, here's my thing. Don't you want to tank for uh, who's the Oregon quarterback? Uh, Justin Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Yeah. I thought there was a tank for Herbert going um, on. I'll be waiting for 2020 to get a QB, mate. We're we're we're, we're roll with uh, Eli for another year. All right. Yeah, you can tank next year again. Well, no, I. I I fancy the Giants to make a sneaky play for Derek Carr in the offseason. I really do. Um, All right. Well. We, will, we will see. Gruden, Gruden hates him. Did you see their, the yeah. Yeah. Uh, just their stuff going on on the sidelines this weekend? Um, right. Let's go to the Titans at the Colts. So Titans 10, the Colts 38. Uh, <laughs> Colts at, are for real. They are. I, I was a big letdown spot for the Titans here in this game. Oh yeah, I I had I had um, Mary I had a Titan stack. It was Mariota, Dion Lewis, and Johnu Smith. I didn't really love Corey Davis in this one, but this was just a very ugly game for the Titans. So we th- I, and I thought they had been looking good the last two weeks, especially coming off of a win against the Patriots, but, and then but they got. That was the key. So any team that gets themselves so up to get to face the Patriots and spank the Patriots, they always fall down afterwards. It's like it mentally, they get so over the hump of beating the Patriots that they seem to, they just seem to fall apart. Detroit have done it. The Jags have done it. Pies did it. I mean, just look at the Eagles beat us in the Super Bowl and what, what's their season been since? So it's like teams get so hyped up and they take such like, Right, like such joy in beating the Pats, and they then seem to lose focus afterwards. And that, that Titans performance—they look nothing like the team that smashed the Pats like, last week. It's mad. I tell you what, Andrew Luck's back. He's also yeah. good for that bomb to Ty. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Two hundred ninety-seven passing yards and three touchdowns in this game. Very nice. He's he, not he a looks. single quarterback hit on him, and he's not been—he's not been sacked for five weeks. He's absolutely he's he's being protected. The first time ever, the Colts have learned their lesson. If you've got a top quarterback, protect the guy. Don't let him get hit, and he'll win you games. 
Well, they were trying to protect him until they decided to try and ru- to run their little indie special. Yeah, uh, but that was that looked like. Have you guys seen uh, the Water Boy? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that looked like that final play in the Water Boy where. Oh, it was. <laughs> I was dough I, for I, the ball. I was. <laughs> Can you imagine if he caught it? The, the, the place would have gone bananas if he got that. Yeah, but imagine if he'd done his shoulder. Yeah. He literally it's... went for it. I'm shouting. I'm. I'm tweeting for Andrew Luck to throw Eric Ebron the ball. And the next play, Eric Ebron throws Andrew Luck the ball. It's gee, it, it, it would have been nice if it had come off, but... Gee, yeah, what that, happens to a little Eric Ebron in this game? <laughs> zero targets, one, one, one pass attempt. But I, I, I heard, well, someone said it on Twitter, was that they thought that... They kind of thought that Frank Reich maybe was using Ebron as a as a decoy for the whole game, rather than actually use him. How do you not throw him the ball? He had three touchdowns last week. He's a big body, but I don't know. He'll go off for like two touchdowns next week, probably. Right. So I mean, it, it had to be expected at some point because his snap share has always been down when Jack Doyle is playing. Yeah, his targets. He only had what three targets last week. He caught all three for two touch, one or two of them for mm. touchdowns, and then a running touchdown. Like he has been probably the most if one one of if one of if not the most efficient players in the league this season with the targets that he's been getting. Yeah. And it's it was just bound to happen at some point that he was going to disappoint. Yeah. No. Definitely. Let's move on to, sorry, we'll move on to the Panthers at the Lions. So we've got Carolina Panthers 19, the Detroit Lions 20. Um, the Panthers finding a way to beat themselves, I think. <laughs> yeah. That was a hot though. It felt like this wasn't a game the Lions won. It was a game that Carolina just couldn't see. Yeah, the, the play call at the end. Cam Newton missed a wide wide open Samuel. I think it was Samuels, isn't it, in the end zone? And he threw it over his head. I think he missed both see both Christian McCaffrey and Samuels at one point during that play. He had like seven seconds to throw that ball. Yeah, it was mad. It, 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 he, he had, as you were saying, Sam, he had so much time. There was no pressure on him at all. And you've, you've, you've got to make that, you've got to make that play. If you're going to call the two point, you have to make it. And, He's just not a good thrower of the ball. I think it's time to get rid of Devin Funches. I, I, yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. But you, don't, you, you wouldn't sit him? I, I, I think you would sit him. I just don't know if you... Uh, no, I mean, trade him, sorry. You oh, I... Yeah. You I, know, I he's still... Yeah, but he's still the number one wide receiver there, I, I think. Um, he still had eight targets. Yes, he had some drops, but can I, I can't trust DJ Moore. Yep. Because he's had two great games now, but beyond that, he's had games of like one target. I mean, several games of one target or, or less or zero targets. So I just – I don't know if I trust any receiver in this game, but uh, besides Christian McCaffrey, I just don't think you can get rid of Devin Funches. Because they just don't throw a lot. Yeah. No. Um, something to note, just keep an eye on for the next couple of weeks. Kerryon Johnson picked up an injury in this game. He had uh, 87 rushing yards in the TD, so he had a nice day anyway. But he, um, 
he did pick up a little injury towards the end of the game. I think they expect him to miss a week or two. Yeah, I'd just say keep an eye on it. It's, you know, he, um, it's not ideal. I think they've got the Bears next week as well, so <laughs> they certainly won't be using him there. LeGarrette Blunt time. <laughs> oh, God. LeGarrette Blunt had seven carries for one yard. Okay. Oh, God. It's fil- it's, that's filthy. <laughs> but, but, but on a positive note, Kenny Golladay is yeah. looking like a... We, we know he's, he's a future star, but he looked brilliant in this game. Yep. All right, so move on to the next one. The Bengals at the Ravens. So the Bengals 21, the Ravens 24. Um, Lamar Jackson is a running back. <laughs> He's going to get himself killed. <laughs> he really is. Um, he had 150 passing yards in this game with zero touchdowns and one interception. But he had 117 rushing yards. 27 carries. <laughs> literally playing like a high school quarterback, isn't he? Yeah, but... Give me the ball. I'm faster and better than everyone. I'll just run it. This but... is great for fantasy. It's, it's silly, but it's good for fantasy. Well, it's not good for fantasy if he keeps running into, into the contact <laughs> like he's doing. Because he's going to miss you an awful lot of time. Yeah. Uh, just uh, I, I, I've seen him, obviously, play Florida State a couple of times. And, you know, I, I really like him. But um, I, I know where you're coming from. He will get himself killed. I just don't game. know what Morningwig is doing there. Like, they ran – and I understand running RPO, but throw the ball. I mean, yeah. this yeah. secondary is not good. This entire defense isn't good. You don't need to be running your quarterback 27 times. It doesn't make sense to me. If you get it – the whole point of using Jackson in a run game is to is so you can set up play action. But if you're not, they're not going to actually do anything else other than just keep running up the middle. Then what's the point? I right. guess the, the question to that is: surely the Bengals at some point must turn around and go, "Do you know what? I think I know what they're going to do here." But they never seem to address it themselves. So, but a smarter team, a better team, will shut that down pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, disappointing Joe Mixon day again. Um, we made the bad call in the Vampire League, boys. Sorry. <laughs> wait, wait till AJ Green's back. Yeah, which true. it sounds like next week. Yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, and the other, the other one, the, the other takeaway from this is Gus Edwards. Who yeah. is Gus Edwards? Why, why is Gus Edwards? <laughs> well, Alex Collins is no longer a thing. By the sounds of it, Harbaugh <laughs> just wants to any any way to get Collins out out. Yeah. Starting lineup. Right, let's move on to. Sorry, Jamie, this one's going to hurt you. So it's no, the Cow- mate, I knew it all along. It's the Cowboys at the Falcons. Um, so the Cowboys 22, the Falcons 19. Ezekiel Elliott. Well, just well, I think we called it anyway that he would run all over you, Jamie. Well, yeah. he, he he played very very well, but if you if there's a there's a Never play the drinking game watching a Falcons game of every time you miss a tackle, have a shot because you'll be done in about 35 seconds. I don't know, mate. There was one fantastic tackle in that game. Oh, Julio. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, he looked like safety in that game. <laughs> Seriously, it looked like Cam Chancellor putting a hit on when he made yeah. that in. He's 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 just amazing, Julio. 
you, you have to love him. But Juju's better though, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Juju's way much better than him, of course. What a moron that guy is. Um, but I, from a Falcon side of things, I, I don't know. It was kind of you just knew it, they were gonna they were gonna get a field goal at the end. It was the most obvious thing in the world. Uh, Dan Quinn calling a, a timeout well, with third and five. Yeah, I, 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 I think that's a questionable call because it looked like Garrett was basically just playing for overtime and then you stop the clock and give him an opportunity. Matt Ryan, again, played. I thought he played pretty well. The interception wasn't on him. Ridley basically let the ball go straight through his hands. It was just not good. Um, apart from that, Julio Jones is just an absolute beast. Yeah, he's a monster. All right, we'll move, we'll move on. I won't let you... Um, I won't fair, play, fair play to the Cowboys. Um, so we go to the Broncos at the Chargers. So the Broncos 23, the Chargers 22. The Chargers keep getting in their own way. Yeah, this is just... So Broncos fan here. So bias a little bit. But I didn't, I didn't think Keenum could bring them back at all. I had no hope, and then the Chargers just kind of chargered. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, Philip Lindsay is one angry little dude. <laughs> he, he, by the way, the way he, runs, leads the, he leads the all-rookie running backs in rushing yards this season. Wow. Um, <laughs> nobody would have drafted him during no. uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've got him in three leagues, all of them based on, well, one was a trade with you, Jack, where I got him, and the other two... Yeah. Because I heard some rumours out of like Broncos training camp, so I thought I'll stash him on a bench, see if he does anything. He, oh, he's he? been my best running back in those two leagues. It's mad. He's a, he, he's, he's amazing. He averaged seven point two yards per carry in this game against the Chargers, and they had Bosa back. Do, do you know the thing is though? People are worried. We're obviously you concerned that Royce Freeman's coming back and he'll spare the, uh, share the workload, but. Basic, isn't it kind of like every single game that Freeman and Lindsay have both been on the field? Lindsay has played well and scored well. Yeah, he's he's, he's significantly outsnapped Freeman yeah. in the games they've played. Freeman right now is only viable as a touchdown running back. He's not. He's, a, he's Derek Henry. Yeah, at the moment he is. And I love Royce Freeman coming out. I, I'm, I'm disappointed he's not got more of a role because um, I've pretty much got him in nearly every league I'm in, but. I just wonder that some you get a lot of these kind of undrafted guys like Lindsay kind of break out and then maybe fade a little as they go forward. So I'm not completely cutting ties with Royce Freeman just yet until I see what next year looks like for him. But right now, I'm I'm struggling to see how I can start him. I really am at the moment. My thing with Lindsay, I'm always worried he's going to get ejected from the game. I was saying I was watching that game. And he just like squares up to like, linebackers. <laughs> the size of the guy, like he's squaring up to linebackers. He's just, oh, uh, because um, he got ejected from a game earlier in the year, didn't he? For um, punching someone. Yeah, for yeah. punching somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, he's an angry, angry man. <laughs> he really is. Um, so with, on, on Freeman, I, I think of it more of as like a poor man's Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. I yeah. think they could be kind of a thunder lightning kind of thing. So I would definitely hold on to Freeman. They drafted him in the third round for a reason. Yeah. So I just, I think he has a role here, especially if they don't get a 
franchise quarterback, they will rely on their defense and their running game a lot over the next few years. So definitely hold on to Freeman going forward. Chargers side of the ball, Keenan Allen had a nice day towards the end again. He's um, sort of, as me and you sort of projected, uh, Jamie's having that second half of the yeah. season like he normally does, yeah. um, which is nice to see. Um, let's move on. So oh, no, I've, got, I've got one thing I just want to say as well. Just uh, I was very high on this Denver D, guys, and you laughed me down. How'd they do? I think the Giants D scored more, mate. Yeah, but honest. no, but... But you laughed, you literally laughed at me. And I, I told you the Denver D would do well. Yeah, they, just, really, just... they really only had one bad game this season. That was against the Jets. Yeah, they were the cheapest on the, on the early Sunday slate DFS on, on DraftKings. And that was madness. Well done, Jamie. We'll give you that one. <laughs> I'm, take, I'm taking it. I'm taking that one. <laughs> let's, let's move on to... Oh, my God. The trash bowl. <laughs> um, so, the Oakland Raiders at the Arizona Cardinals. So, the Raiders 23, the Cardinals 21. Um, d- d- does anyone really want to talk about this game? <laughs> David Johnson ran all right. Yeah, David Johnson's back. I yeah. think you can trust him every week. And if you're a guy going for a title, then uh, if you need wide receiver help, if, if you're in the Dodgers League, go get Larry Fitz. Like just to finish it off, sort of thing, because last couple it, of weeks looked really good. Yeah. Um, um, and then I, the other one, Jalen Richard, is actually might be startable the rest of the season. He had a, he, PPR formats. Yeah, in PPR. Yeah, yeah, in, mo- yeah, mostly in PPR. <laughs> but he actually had 61 yards on the ground this game, which it's against the Arizona Cardinals. So take that with a grain of salt. They are not good against the run. But he also had uh, three receptions for 32 yards. So he might be startable as a, for a flex option going forward because I don't expect the Raiders to play or be ahead and be playing from behind a lot the rest of the season. So he, he, I think he's definitely a flex option the rest of the season. All right, let's move on. <laughs> What's a game? Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles 7. The New Orleans Saints, 48. (laughs) Wow. So I I think we can connect this a little bit with the Colts. And the Eagles look terrible this season, especially on offense. And the Colts look great. So do the Eagles miss Frank Reich? I mean, I think there's a narrative to be built there. I think he's also worth saying, like, Nobody was saying Doug Peterson was a particularly good coach until last year. Um, yeah. Now that Reich's gone, I think we're now maybe seeing why the Eagles were a decent team last year. Um, and I, I think they also had a lot of things go their way last season in terms of agreed. luck. Luck. Some of the play, if you look at some of the calls that they were making last season, they aren't getting those. They aren't getting those things right this season on the same type of play calls. So I think that's a big issue. I think running game is a big issue, though. Um, Josh Adams actually looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but I think the running game's a, a big issue, too, because Ajahi towards the end of the season and LeGarrette Blunt as well looked pretty good and kind of care- helped carry the load um, last season as well. I'll tell you, he looked good for the Saints, Trey Smith. Oh, boy, did he have a day. <laughs> He's on my bench, uh, on my bench in a lot of leagues. 
I, I had to use him this week in the league. So I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> but I mean, I, I think that, yeah, 100. Sorry. Sorry. I keep interrupting you. 103, right. no, 103 or 157 receiving yards and a touchdown. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. If, 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 if you've got Drake one, play him when he's at home. Just put him in your lineup when he's at home. Two out of his three games, he's played in the home games in the Dome. He's played very, very well. I've got him in, I think, two leagues. And when he's at home, I'm going to be playing him. I think this all... Sorry, go on, Sam. I think this speaks a lot to the Eagles secondary. And they actually had more injuries in this game. Yeah. Um, which, I, if if you have a secondary receiver... I mean, I think you're going to play primary receivers anyway, but if you have like a, a, a wide receiver two, wide receiver three going against the Eagles, I'd be playing them because I tra- I liked Traquan this week um, because of that. I just didn't trust his usage going forward. But if you're playing that um, secondary, the Eagles secondary, I'd be starting your receivers against them. That'd be the Giants next week. Yeah, so start Odell, start Sterling Shepard. Yeah. Yep. Um, right, let's get on to the last game. I haven't really seen a lot of this yet, but um, the Vikings at Jack Chicago Bears. Uh, <laughs> so the Vikings 20, the Chicago Bears 25. The Vikings running backs combined for a total of 17 rushing yards in this game. Yuck. Um <laughs> Yeah, this this was this game was not as close as no, the score cool. says. Yeah. The Vikings looked terrible this entire game. Honestly, the Bears didn't look great either, but their defense dominated. Khalil Mack, definitely. See Khalil Mack. I don't know who it was. He threw like the massive three hundred pound guy. He threw to the floor one handed, but. My God, he's an absolute monster, isn't he? he yeah, he made he made right the left tackle Riley Reef look like like a high school player. Like he's it was just, just crazy, absolutely crazy. I mean, that that Vikings line's not great anyway, but I mean, Khalil Mack's just another level. I'll tell you one thing about this point. Thing. How on earth? How on earth do the Raiders do that? I, I don't get it, but anyway, everyone does. One thing about that D: if if they do win the division and get into the playoffs. No one would want to play them. No. Oh no, that D is legit, absolutely. And, and, yeah, like Roquan <laughs> Smith is coming around. Um, Prince of Mukarara looks decent, you know. Um, Eddie so, Jackson's always Giants. liable for an interception all the time. He's absolutely yeah. like a scat back out there. He's just all over the place. He's so like he's on edge. He's, he's brilliant. I love Eddie Jackson. No, they're well, you know my feelings on them. Uh, Jordan Howard, a oh. bit of a bounce back game. Yep. Not- Anthony Miller's looking like a startable receiver from here on. I mean, he only had three targets, but he got the touchdown. He's been involved a lot since he's gotten back from his shoulder injury, and I think he's the wide receiver, too, on this team now. Yeah. Right. Steph, well, just, just looking quickly down at what, what Vikings did, because – Cousins didn't have hardly any. Had, no, but he hardly had any time. But Stefan Diggs still had 18 targets. Yeah, I mean, I think both. I it's I, I saw another tweet today. It's kind of amazing that Kirk Cousins isn't a top 10 QB, though he has a top 10, two top 10 wide receivers. Who would have thought? 
Right, guys, I think that sort of uh, wraps up our week 11 recap. Unless you guys got any more thoughts on anything? I'm gone. I'm good. Nope, I'm good. Yeah, once again, everyone. So if you go to sportssabermetrics.net, type in the promo code Kickers Matter, all lowercase, you'll get 15% off premium membership. It's a great little product. I've been testing it out myself the last couple of hours. A must have for any sort of fantasy player. Um, gives you so many stats on there, start sits, etc. Awesome product. So that's once again, that's sportssabermetrics.net, promo code Kickers Matter, all lowercase. Right, boys, let's get into the start sits for week 12, Thanksgiving week. Wait. Turkey to turkey time. Oh, yes. Um, right, Jamie, we'll start with you. So, we got the Bears at the Lions. Um, I'm sitting, uh, well, obviously, Karen Johnson's out, so I'm gonna. I'm not even going to touch the Garrett Blunt because he's just, just, just a, a, he's a tank who does nothing. Um, potentially, you can start Riddick in PPR um, because... He's basically just a he's a wide receiver at the moment. Um, I still start Stafford. He's not playing great, but it's I don't know this bears. Bit. No, no, I'm not starting Stafford. I'm, not, uh, I'm starting Trubisky. I'm starting uh, Terry Cohen. Um, starting Anthony Miller, um, Robinson, and I'm going to sit Gabriel because you just don't know what his usage is going to be. One week he'd have two targets. And the next week he has nine, like he did yet last night. Um, and I'm starting Kenny Golladay as well, and the uh, Chicago DST. Right, Sam, you got the Redskins at the Cowboys. So sit all your Redskins, all of them. Don't <laughs> don't start anybody. Actually, I I'm, you can probably start Adrian Peterson. You might be able to start Chris Thompson if he plays. Beyond that, I, I'm not trusting Colt McCoy. I don't trust any of the wide receivers there. Um, this is just a bad offense, and that defense is carrying them um, into playoff contention at the very least. On the Cowboys side, obviously you're starting Zeke, uh, starting Amari Cooper. He, just, he gets a ton of targets despite last game, which it, it kind of stunned me. He only had three targets all in the second half. So I think that they'll get back to trying to uh, feed him targets. Um, and then you're starting the Dallas defense because oh, – I, and I think I'm also starting Dak as well. Dak has actually looked like the first half Dak of last season, the, uh, his uh, rookie season as well. So yeah. I think you're starting Dak as well. And then you're starting the Dallas defense because this Redskins offense – wasn't good with Alex Smith, and it's not going to be good with, and it's not going to be good with Colt McCoy. So, that Dak has um, a very nice schedule down the stretch. Actually, we were saying yeah. that you should probably go and pick him up on waivers if you're streaming. Um, right, Steve Falcons at the Saints. It's probably going to be easier in this one to say who not to who to sit rather than who to start. There's too many starts in this game, so sit. I, I wouldn't start. Well, I'd sit both defenses. I'd sit. Um, Ben Watson, I'd pretty much start everything else in that game. It could just set up for a shootout. I've got one thing I want to say about this, and it's not about a sit or start. The, the Falcons aren't, uh, uh, the Saints will probably blow us out, but I'll tell you one thing if uh, Dion Jones plays, he gets an interception. <laughs> 
just say that. Because <laughs> he owns Drew Brees. Um, He's going to be on a snap count to come back. Oh, don't, so. don't ruin it for me, Steve. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I think if he's coming back, they're going to play him because they need him because that yeah. defense is atrocious. No <laughs> offense. Yeah. No, no. It is just utter garbage. He thing is, he could probably could have played this week. But yeah. I think maybe they were I, resting him for the for the Saints. I'll give I'll give I'll give them this though. If I would I want to see Oluokun and Deion Jones next to each other because yes. I think that's going to be a potent tandem of linebackers. Yeah. Um I think Traquan's a must start in this one because that Falcon secondary is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. I don't you're obviously not sitting Julio but he does face uh Treadwell, or not Treadwell, sorry. Um, Marcus Lattermore, uh, yeah. Plenty of um, holding penalties in. And then and I think, and it's tough to say with Calvin Ridley and Muhammad Sanu who's going to get the targets. I'm going to lean on Calvin Ridley here because the, the secondary besides Lattimore is terrible for the Saints. So I think that Calvin Ridley might be a safe option this week as well. All right, let's um, move on to my game then. So the Giants at the Eagles. Um, so as we oh. said, I think you can start all Giants receivers like Odell, Shepard. Um, start Barkley. Barkley had a good game against the Eagles earlier on in the season. Um, Ingram. I'm, I'm very wary of Evan Ingram. Um, I guess because of the landscape starting. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't start Eli in this game. Um and I wouldn't start the Giants' defense in this game either. Um, Eagles side of the ball, he's starting Carson Wentz. I think I have a bounce back game here. Uh, leave leave the running backs alone for now. I do like Josh Adams going forward, but I would still leave it alone. Um, even though we just saw Peyton Barber run on the Giants. Right. Um, I, I, for that, I don't know if I I don't know if you can really sit a starting running back especially a guy that's got, he got six targets, which I'd have to look, but I think might've led all of the running backs. Yeah. He only caught I, three, but if he's going to be involved like that, where he's getting 13 looks, I just don't think you can sit Josh Adams. I'm just, yeah, you may be right. Yeah. You probably are right to be honest. Um, <laughs> and mind you, that was 13 looks in a game that they got blown out. in, so they were having to throw the ball. So if they're in a closer game, which I would expect against the giants, yeah. I could see double digit carries easy. Yeah. Um, I would start Alston Jeffrey in this game. You just saw what Mike Evans done to Janoris Jenkins. Janoris Jenkins is a bad cornerback. Um, and he needs to go in the offseason. <laughs> That's a different story. Um, you start in Zach Ertz, Titan, uh, Giants are garbage against Titans. Um, have been for multiple years. Um, but other than that, I, I, I think you leave it alone with the other receivers. Golden Tate, I'd be sitting. Um, I'd be sitting Aglahor. Yeah, that's it. That's that game. Um, do, you, do you really think you should sit Golden Tate? I don't know. Just, I mean, they don't seem to know how to use him. No, mind that's you, what, that's what I mean. I would, I'd prefer Jeffrey in this game. But yeah. I mean, he still had the most targets on the team. He had five receptions for forty-eight yards, which isn't awesome, but it's still nine point eight points in PPR. Yeah, um, 
So we'll, just, we'll let you do the rest. Sam. <laughs> sorry, I, I, yeah, sorry. So it, that's more opportunity than anything for me. Like, I don't think they know how to use them, and I don't know why they traded for him. Yeah. Because they had Aguilar and Matthews. But I mean, if you're gonna get, if he's gonna lead the team in targets, get eight targets a game, I think you're. I think you have to start him just because of the opportunity. Yeah. But like I, I agree, I think Alshon Jeffries is a start. Zach Ertz is a start despite what happened in that game. But the yeah. Saints are actually very good against tight ends. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think Golden Tate, while I don't love it, I think he is a must-start just because he's going to get those targets. Tate's a start, but you don't really like it. Yeah. Right. I think he's more of a flex. I think he's more of a like a, one of those he'll get you a top 36 game, but I, I don't know how much more you can expect. He'll do a Willie Sneed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Get you get you those 50 yards on five targets. You got a exactly. 10 point game. Yep. <laughs> um, I would sit both defenses. That's me done with that game. Um, Jamie, you've got a cracker. Here. I knew you were going to do this to me. <laughs> the 49ers at the Buccaneers. Here we go. Oh, I, I was thinking you were going to do another one, so I'm, I'm glad you gave me this I one. Thought, yeah, I thought you were going to give me the Bills. Jags. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> um, 49ers, um, I'm starting Nick Mullins on the 49ers side because the Tampa Bay Bucks defense is the worst. Just it's, it's even worse than the Falcons, and that says a lot. Um, I'm starting Matt Breeder. Um, Why receiver-wise, Goodwin, he's, he's the number one there, but I'd start him. Yeah. It's kind of a it's it's similar to a kind of I kind of think he's more boom busty. Uh, he did he did get five targets and sixty nine yards against the Giants, so Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd be starting in this game. Yeah, and, and you and I'm starting George Kittle. Just yeah. every He's just a very, 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 very good tight end. He's got to um, be close to a top three tight end in Dynasty, right? I mean, oh, with Gronk, when with yeah. Gronkowski aging and not looking good, you have Kelsey Ertz, and then who? It's got yeah. it, to it's me. Kittle. It's got to be Kittle. Yeah, no, agreed on that. Um, because obviously the Buccaneers QBs love to throw a, a pick or seven. Um, I, I, I think you can. You can probably stream the 49ers, D. I would start them. Um, on the Buccaneers side of the ball, I'm going to start whoever starts at QB for him, and it will be Winston, and I will start him because he might throw two picks, but there's a good chance he'll throw five five, five uh, touchdowns with it. Um, running backs, I'm, you, you're going to start Peyton Barber because he's looked all right the last couple of weeks. Um, wide receivers, uh, Mike Evans, and it's a toss-up between good... Um, Godwin and, and Humphreys for me. I think Humphreys in PPR least. In PPR, definitely. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, what, what do you guys think with, with regards to Godwin? I, I, Godwin's always tough for me. So it's yeah. probably Jameis going forward. Jameis apparently does not like to target Godwin. So I'm not starting Godwin with confidence. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's really got to be Evans... Howard and Humphreys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Oh, and, and I'm definitely not playing the Bucks, D. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Sam, we move on to you. So I'll give you this one. You can have the Browns at the Bengals. Uh, so start everybody on the Browns. Yeah. 
I, I mean, even even like Higgins. Callaway. I yeah, I just I don't know what to think of Callaway because he's got like he's if you want to talk boom bust, he's yeah. boom bust. I think Higgins is a wide receiver too there right now until probably next year. So I think Higgins is a good start. That I that entire defense is atrociously bad. They're injured. Um so I, I think I think you start you uh, you obviously start Jarvis though he hasn't been looking great of late. Uh, I think you have to start Najoku because I believe Cincinnati has been one of the three worst defenses against tight ends this season. Uh you need to start Chubb because they have been I think the worst against running backs this season. I think Chubb's going to have a monster game like top 5 running back week this week. Wow. Um I think you start Baker. Um, like I said, I, it's basically start anybody against the Cincinnati Bengals because they are bad defensively. Um, and then I think Higgins is is kind of a, a – he might be a decent start this weekend as a flex. So I would look that way. Um, and then for the Bengals, it's tough because I, I it really it really depends on AJ Green. If AJ Green's back, I think you start in Tyler Boyd. You're starting AJ Green. Yeah. I think Dalton's a good start. Mixon's a good start. I I don't know about the tight ends because Azoma has not been what Eifert and Um, and we've lost Sam. Atrocious, Sam. We lost you there. Sorry, mate. You come back. Where did you lose me? At Eifert. Uh, <laughs> okay, so I, I was saying, so Zoma has not looked like Eifert and Croft have been in the past for Cincinnati Bengals tight ends. Yeah. So I just don't think you can trust Zoma this week. But like I said, I don't. It really depends on AJ Green. If AJ Green starts, I think you can start a lot of people. If AJ Green doesn't, I don't know if you start any Bengals this week. I totally agree on that. My thoughts exactly with regards to Boyd. If if Green plays in it, Boyd is hopefully going to be not get the, the target by the number one DB, and he might see a bit more, bit more separation and and uh, get back on track. Yeah, right. and, and and maybe Boyd might be a start just because he will get volume. But, yeah, I mean, I don't think you're sitting Mixon at the very least or Boyd, but I don't think I, – I don't know if you – you have to lower your expectations without A.J. Green. Right, Steve, I'm going to give you this one. You can have the Patriots at the Jets. Um. Uh, um. <laughs> I, just, I, I oh, think oh, Steve's oh, really hungry. Steve's well, really hungry. Yeah. Game. I think this is a good. This is a good. This is a good game to start. Um, Sony Michelle. I think he will be fully refreshed and ready to rock and roll. But I'd, I'd still be starting James White as well, just for the work. Um, I think you start Edelman. You start Josh Gordon. Um, Brock supposedly is back. I think. You've given up too much draft capital not to start him, although he's not playing great, but he still should be top 10 tight end any given week. The question is Brady, really, in terms of if is he in the top 12 quarterbacks? 
No, I don't think he is from a fantasy perspective this year. But it's the Jets. We're angry. They're they're not they're not great. I think we could put some points on on the Jets side of the ball. Um, I don't know really. Just, they're just so inconsistent with weapons. I, I guess Robbie Anderson is an option. <laughs> but I, I don't know. That Jets offense isn't great. So I'm not really looking at any of them really. Maybe Crowell, but Steve, what's the um, what's your run D like? Uh, well, <laughs> awful. Um, would you would you not think about um, Maguire? He's over Crowell. Yeah, it's just already oh, hasn't been good, but we we tend to face better teams with more weapons, and yeah. so what we can do is if we can limit their run game, I just don't think they can hurt us enough across the board. So yes, there's you'd look at Maguire as kind of the shifty back. We tend to struggle. Our linebackers are slow as anything, so. He might be a PPR flex option in some, yeah. but I'm just not sure this game's going to be a particularly high score. Certainly from the Jets side, I don't think it'll be particularly high scoring. So I'm not sure there's, there's a huge, a whole lot of offense at play. Right, boys, I'm going to take this one on as no one else wants to do it. I'll do really? the Jags. I'll do the Jags at the Bills. Um, so you start Leonard Fournette, you start Shady without any confidence, and you start both defences, and that's it. You sit everything up. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, <laughs> Jamie, you can have the Seahawks at the Panthers. Uh, on the Seahawks side of things, you start in Russell Wilson, um, Chris Carson, um, Doug, Bald- Doug Baldwin, he got a touchdown uh, this week, so he's slowly starting to probably get back to full fitness. He'll still have that niggling, niggle in his knee, but he's looking better. Um, Tyler Lockett is a bit kind of boom busty, but do you know what? I I would I would play Tyler Lockett against his Panthers D. Um, I wouldn't play either. I wouldn't start either of the Seattle tight ends. You you pick one, the other one will go for a touchdown. It's just the way it is. You can't get the right one. By the uh, way, they are they are dead last against the tight ends. So. I know, I know they're <laughs> the worst team, but but you know if you pick Dixon, Vanette's going to get it go off, and if you pick yep. Vanette, you you can't unless you got them both on your team, and you know you're going to win the week. You might as well play them both, but I wouldn't start either of them. Yep. Um, I would start the Seattle D as well. Um, on the Panther side of things, you start Cam Newton. Um, you start in McCaffrey. You start in Greg Olson. Um, I would you probably I'm not going to start Funches and I, I I'm I'm tempted to start more as a kind of a a flex option I wouldn't put him put him kind of right up there be more flexy for me and the Panthers D Russell Wilson loves getting sacked so um I would start the Panthers D as well right we're um Move on to you, Sam. I'll give you this one, Sam, as you're a Broncos fan. You can have the Steelers at the Broncos. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, you're there's obvious starts. I think you're starting Ben. You're starting uh, Juju. You're starting AB. You're starting Connor. Though, I mean, the Broncos run defense besides, like, a three-week time frame has actually been really good. Yeah. Um, but I still think you have to start Connor because he's still getting those Le'Veon Bell type snap shares and touches. Um, 
For the Broncos, Lindsey, I think you can start um, Cortland Sutton because that secondary hasn't been great. You can start, uh, or you're going to start Emmanuel Sanders. I I don't know about Keenum. I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that the Broncos have learned and will focus more on the run game than anything. So Lindsey is, or Lindsey is definitely a start there. Everyone else, I think, I mean, maybe Hireman, but I think the. Um, I, I just don't know if I trust the work that higher men would get. So, yeah, so you, you're looking at Lindsey, uh, Sutton, and Emmanuel Sanders <coughs> for the for the Broncos as well. Yep. Um, we appear to have lost Jamie. <laughs> um, oh, he's back. Um, so, Steve. I'm now on a phone. The, the laptop went down. Oh, uh, <laughs> Steve, you can have the Raiders at the, at the Ravens. Oh, thanks. Um uh, <laughs> Well, for the Ravens, uh, until he gets injured, I think you're starting, um, potentially starting Lamar Jackson. If you certainly in a two-quarterback league, you could be starting him. Uh, he's one of those kind of annoying, non-throwing, <laughs> running, scoring uh, quarterbacks that's going to be out there. Uh, I presume that with Jackson, that Alex Collins would be more effective, and that doesn't really seem to be the case. So, again... He's got the opportunity. Are they going to use him enough? I suppose in that game, they should go ahead and they could run it. So, yeah. Well, but I thought they were going to do that against the Bengals and they used Gus Edwards. So. Yeah. So, <laughs> Collins is just, he's a better back. Oh, I don't get it. Anyway, it's the, it's the Ravens. Who knows what they're going to do. Um, I still like Mark Andrews as a tight end, just in a, in a weird tight end position this year. Um. I'm not really sure what to do with the receiving position there. But then for the Raiders, oh, God. Uh, Jalen Richard, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to start Richard. Um, everything else, I'm just staying away from from them. They're yeah. awful. That defense, that Baltimore Ravens defense, I'd be starting oh, to because yeah, sure. that Ravens defense is really good. Yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to the Cardinals at the Chargers. Uh, Cardinals side of the ball, I think you can start DJ uh, Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, Ricky Seals Jones, if you're at push for tight end, um, maybe Christian Kirk as well. Uh, Chargers side of the ball, obviously, you've got your guards, so Melvin, Keenan Allen, the Williams receivers, um, very boom or bust. The pair, um, I try not to get involved with things like that in fantasy, so I would sit them, but I can see the appeal of why people would want to start one of them, but good luck with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tyrell over Mike. That's yeah. my, my view anyway. Yeah. Uh, that way around, but it's very boom or bust. Yeah. Um, and I think you start the Chargers defense in this game. Right. Jamie, you can have the Dolphins at the Colts. Oh, God. On the Colts side of the ball, you, yeah, I'm, I'm literally starting everybody. Every single one of the Colts I'm starting because right now they are a well-oiled machine. Um, on the Dolphin side of things, um, I'm not starting who Brock Osweiler or Tannehill, whoever's going to end up starting for him. A running back, um, well, it's going to be Gore, isn't it? Over Drake for some stupid reason. Um, so, I if you're at a push, maybe, maybe Gore, 
but I, I think I, I've, got, I've got Drake in a couple of leagues and I will probably sit him because he could get 12 touches or he could get three and you just can't rely on it. Um, wide receiver-wise, I'm not touching anything on the Dolphins side of the ball um, and the Dolphins DST, I'm not starting either. All right, Sam, you can, you can have the Packers at the Vikings Monday night football. Good game. Yeah, I don't really know how to feel about this one. The Vikings seem to have kind of a be two-faced on the defensive side. Obviously starting uh, Rodgers, starting Aaron Jones now, starting Devontae Adams. I think you can probably start Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but after the last game, I, I'd be a little bit afraid of it. I'd be a little bit wary about starting him. But there's no Jimmy Graham there now, so that's a piece out Yeah, there. that's true. Um so, yeah, I would say uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling is probably startable this week as well. Um, I'm not starting any of the tight ends because I just don't – they don't – without Jimmy Graham, they just don't use him enough. Um, and then on the Vikings side, starting Cousins, starting Diggs, starting Thielen. Um, I don't know. Let me look this up real quick. I don't know how good they've been against the run. The Packers, I don't think they've been very good against the run. Um, I'm not too sure where they rank. Uh, hold on. Uh, they're middle of the pack. So, I uh, Devonta, uh, or uh, sorry, geez, Dalvin Cook. Um, pro- I think he's startable at this point uh, just because he will, he, he gets work in the receiving game. Yep. Um, I, I actually expect this to be relatively high scoring. So I, I think a lot of, I, I think mostly everybody that's relevant is, is startable in this game. And then I'm not starting either of the defenses. No. Right. Steve, last game, Titans at the Texans. Sure. <laughs> <Jesus>. uh, <laughs> You've had some crap play, mate. Um, you start, I, I still think you start Deshaun Watson. I know the Titans D is very good, or was very good until this week. Um, but as long as you, uh, and then you've got to start new. Um, I don't know what you do with Kikikuti. I mean, he can either be very good or anonymous. But last week, pardon? He was good then yesterday. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, but that's the kind of point. He's had a he's had a few good weeks, a few bad, but that's what you get with rookie receivers as much as anything else. Um, and I still think you're probably in with Lamar Miller just because of the opportunity for volume. Uh, on the Titans side of the ball, well, which which Titans team is going to turn up? Is it the Titans team that play well, or is it the Titans team that just disappears? So I'm going to hope they are better. Um, I think they should be better, um, but. I guess, presuming they're better, I'm looking at Dion Lewis and Derek Henry as potential flex options. Uh, Corey Davis sees an awful lot of targets still. He doesn't always make the most of his opportunity unless it's the Patriots he's playing against. But I think just with the amount of opportunity, you've got to start Corey Davis if you've got the space. Potentially, because the tight end position is such a mess, Johnny Smith. Um, And then I think both these are very much in play for this one. Both these very much in play. Right. That's our week 12 start sits. Um, just to note that two teams are on the buy. It's the Kansas City Chiefs and the LA Rams. Um, Which is so- going to kill an awful lot of uh, teams. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> big, 
it'd be an interesting week next week, actually. So, yeah. Um, massive thank you, Sam, for coming on. Sorry for keeping you for like an hour tonight. Yeah. No, it's all right. I, I enjoy talking football. I could be doing this for three hours. That's good. Well, we'll have you back on. Don't, don't not... hold us to that, mate. Don't... <laughs> That'll have to be a week when I'm not available. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to um we have to have you have uh you on in the off season to talk some idp stuff. yeah absolutely yeah. sounds good to me get that off the ground um did you want to give yourself a plug um anything else you're doing currently yeah sure uh you can follow me on twitter at ff stompy uh i write for the f3 podcast that's at f3 pod i also write for the id pod idp guys that's at idp guys and if you go uh, visit the website it's at or the idp guys.org and then i as well. yeah Sorry, yes, they do. <laughs> no that's all right uh they, they do i i also appear on that a, a few times and then um i've been doing a weekly start sit column for the fantasy authority that's at ff underscore authority and then you can find the column at the fantasy authority.com and then finally i've been doing a lot of stuff with uh sports saver metrics um we've been trying to develop a website an analytic website for stats and uh start set tools and stuff like that and if you guys go visit that um, i believe it might be free for the next couple of weeks just trying to get more traffic there get people to look at the tools so if you go there, it's sportsabermetrics.net. And then um, check out the Start Sit tool. Check out uh, everything else. And uh, let us know what else we can add. Uh, and, and let us know if it helps you out. Um, and kind of we want to spread the word there. So that's sportsabermetrics.net. And then you can follow the, uh, the website at sportsaber on, uh, sports underscore saber on Twitter. It's yeah, a very, it's, very good website. It's very good. I appreciate website. that. Yeah, very, very handy. Let's put it that way. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, once, Sam, thanks for coming on. Um, Absolutely. Really yeah, yeah, and um, we will have you back on again. Very Sounds good. Soon. Thanks, for, thanks for having me on again, guys. No, thank you for joining us. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Right, guys, the time has come for the amazing Robbie Aguayo corner. It'll either be a hit or more than likely than not, it'll be a wide right miss. Steve, what have you got for me tonight? I've got a double miss. Oh. Um, I had to fly to Scotland today for work. Um, so I, was nice, I was in the airport nice and early <laughs> this morning, and then my plane was delayed for an hour and a half. And I can tell you now, there is airports are miserable places when you're delayed thankfully um i had a bit of work to do but the point is god they're boring especially east midlands airport it's rubbish um <laughs> and in light of that um i had some breakfast at the airport this morning at seven o'clock which was good it's now almost eight o'clock in the evening i've not eaten anything since and i'm <laughs> bloody starving so uh Let's wrap this up, lads, as quick as possible. Uh, Jack, Jack, what's yours, mate? Hit or miss? Uh, it's a miss this week. Um, my miss is um, 
well, I, I can't even remember. He's sporting something. He's Twitter around punt, them. Punts or something. Sport punts uh, or something. So I'm walking around Asda. Get a really sort of, I don't know. What, what would you say the tone of the message was, Steve? Passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, so I get a really aggressive sort of message towards myself and Steve and the podcast. Um, and it was about you, Jamie. Uh, I know. A guy that followed one of your tips and lost money. Um, I'm sorry, but if you're going to follow someone's tips on Twitter um, and the bet doesn't come in, then that's your problem. No bet is guaranteed because if it was guaranteed, we would all be millionaires. Um, exactly, <laughs> we, mate. Exactly. We're not. Um, my advice to you would be do your own bets for starters if you're going to bet. And secondly, if you do follow a tipster, well, Jamie's not a tipster for starters, but if you do follow someone that shares their bets online, you can't come at them and get aggressive towards them um, when that bet doesn't come in. Um, I'm quite calm with this. I could have gone. I know. I'm impressed, mate. I'm impressed. Um, I won't be blackmailed. I won't be threatened in that sort of way. Um, Harassed. Harassed, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I won't, you know, I won't won't stand for it. I'm sorry. Um, you're a fucking bellend. Jamie. <laughs> I don't think I could put it any better myself, mate. I don't think I could put it any better myself. One thing I will just follow on from that before I do my hit or miss is there's people that he will have spoken to about me. Feel free to come and ask me questions, lads, because I'll tell you exactly what I told him. Um, and blackmail, harassment, threatening. We don't appreciate that. And the hit is you come at one of us, you get all three of us on your case. So don't try it again. That's mine. I'm done. Agreed. Um, so you can find us on Twitter at kickers underscore matter. You can find Jamie's uh, sharing of bets at, at my NFL. own bets. At NFL touchdown bets. Um, if you do follow them, don't come at us. Because um, Jamie did have a poor night last night because I followed them. <laughs> yeah, no, I lost six points last night. Um, out of my and I lost my own money. I'm only yeah. putting on what I'm placing. But these these things happen. Um, Jamie has had quite a good record this year. So if you do follow them, you know you take the hits and the miss. You will be up. Yeah, you will be up. Um, so, yeah, you can find our website at kickersmatterfantasyfootball.co.uk. And, Steve, what are we um, having off the menu tonight? Uh, it's, it's probably going to be a burger and chips, isn't it, mate? Burger and chips, yeah. Well, you didn't give us the choice tonight, so... I yeah. know. I was thinking maybe we could choose a pizza frankly, for... Quite I frankly, I'm not even in the mood to play the game on it tonight. I just literally... Oh. Down, my, down my throat. Oh, um, we, we may have something in the pipeline with um, Sherry's Berries um, coming soon. <laughs> 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 on that note... See you later. <laughs> Peace out.